the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 159, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. And this is a Tudor episode, kind of, maybe. It might be a little both. A little bit of both, baby. All right. What's up, babe? What's new? Um, What's new? We have desks in the office. That's Dude, that was exactly what I was thinking. Good, great work. Mm-hmm. We got desks, no chairs. Uh, well, I one, guess two one, chairs. One's pretty shitty, though. Got to get a new one. Is uh, that yours or mine? Mine. Do you have any chairs at work? Uh, not nice ones. Lame. I know. I really wanted to get some gaming ones. Those ones are Same. really fucking comfy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Well, actually, we got one in, but it's missing some parts. Yeah. I should see what it's missing. Because if yeah. there's some nuts and bolts or something. You can fab it up. Yeah, I bet you we could figure something out. Love it. Love it, um, love it. But yeah, uh, yeah, got that all set up. Got some good ideas for uh, future things, projects to work on, things to do. I don't know. Um, with the podcast and home improvement and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Did we figure that out at work or what? Oh, no, just throughout today. Like, you oh. and I have kind of, like, slightly discussed sure. some things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, um, we're going to Salt Lake City this week. Going to Salt Lake City this week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Um, Sean and I are going to Vertical Union by Rob Bailey. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, going to go learn some shit and meet some cool people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Really Me looking too. forward to it. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she had all day to play. And she chose now. I know. I don't understand. I don't understand. Neither do I. Um, so if you hear any noise in the background, it's me, me playing with her toys. Maybe it's because it's a different basket of toys up here. I bet you. Yeah. I bet you it is. She's like, look at all these goodies. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And she picks the loudest ones. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Yeah. Also, we got a laser jet printer oh yeah that was the other thing we got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah check it out all i've ever had is inkjet we got a laser mm-hmm. laser jet printer that shit is nice mm-hmm. i'm curious how it's gonna go um because it has the drums of it's the drums of toner right mm-hmm. um so ours at work were really like quick and fast to start off with and the longer we've had them, they've just, like, gone slower and slower. The printers? Yeah. It's Damn. still faster than these things. Sure. Um, but it's still pretty slow compared to when it started. Damn. Yeah, because I know that thing popped out a fucking document in, like, T-minus mm. one second. Yeah, it was fast. Not really. I think it's three seconds, but still. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, that, I'm, I'm really excited for that printer. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the desks match the bookshelf too so once we do get some kind of space that mm-hmm. we can have it all together it'll all match yeah i'm so excited no i think it's gonna be awesome mm-hmm. uh, i'm really looking forward to it so yeah yeah just need some computer screens yep we gotta get some computer screens and some chairs and uh we'll be we we'll rocking and rolling mm-hmm. do we want a like small table to like pull out I want to get rid of that table in the entryway yeah. and put our table there. Okay. And some chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have Brooke and, Brooke and I will look into it tomorrow. Sweet. Cool. Love it. Love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there was something else I wanted to say. I watched John Wick yesterday. Mm-hmm. How was that? Really good. That's Should we good. stop the noise? I think it's fine. Um, but yeah, watch John Wick, dude. That show's sick. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Never seen it. Yeah, I know. You were doing girlfriend things. Yeah, I was. Girlfriend. Do you know there's a podcast called Girlfriends? The Girlfriends? I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Babe. Guess what today is? The last day that you are in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Damn. I didn't even make it to the gym today either. Kind of. I did, though. Uh, Shuffle for like an hour and a half. Yeah, so I figured that was a good shoulder arm workout. Probably lower back, too. Mm-hmm. So. Did you empty out that bin now, Mimi? She's ridiculous. Yeah, she is. Um, Big 3-0 tomorrow. Yeah. Big 3-0. Yep. You join cert? Always. Probably going to start really bad tomorrow. Um, no, 27 is when joint pain and that kind of stuff kicked in. Uh, mine's been going on since I was like 17. It got like, it, I mean, yeah, but it got worse at 27. Right. Like it was a significant notice of like, shit, I need to roll out and stretch if I want my body to feel good. Right. When before I could be like, oh, I don't have, like I'd feel better, but I don't need to. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very careful with like my lifting and stuff too. Like if something doesn't feel right, I'm like, I'm done. On that note. Yeah. <laughs> I blew out my fucking pack uh-huh. on Thursday. Um, not bad. Maybe like a partial tear, but a strain. Yeah. A strain of sorts. Uh, yeah, right after the podcast. Right after the podcast, dude, I was so razzle-dazzled. I was feeling like fucking butter. And I uh, went to start my first sets. My first, uh, doing five by fives. My first set at 275. First rep was like easy, breezy. Loved it. Second rep, go down, about to drive up out of the hole. Pop, pop, two pops. Bark just comes right back down on my chest. Couldn't do shit. Samuel rescued me, lifted the bar off my chest. That's good. Um, and yeah, is uh, is wasn't great. I didn't even notice. Like, I was, like, deadlifting, and then, like, I saw Sam massaging your pec, and I was like, man, what weird fucking dudes. And then I was, like, walking around, and Sean was still rubbing, and I took my headphones off. I was like, what happened? He's like, oh, I'm pretty sure I just blew up my pec. And I was like, fucking idiot. I didn't d- detach, though, which is really good. Yeah. So, no bruising, even. So no. it was, like, very, very light. It was, mm-hmm. it was good. It was just weird, because it was the first time I ever had, like, a ball. Um, I've had, like benching i've strained it where i'm like benching i'm like okay yep i'm done i can feel it like not feeling good um like like i can feel shit could pop Mm -hmm. but i've always stopped this is the first time out of nowhere it popped got a big ball in my in my pack um but that ball's pretty much seceded yeah it's a little it's still there a little bit but uh seceded a lot i got a lot of movement back um i can do uh, I haven't done a push-up. Yeah, I'd probably wait for that. Yeah, but I can do, like, push-ups on the side of the counter. Yeah. And, uh, like, I rolled over in bed Did off it of it. And it, I mean, it hurt a little bit, but it wasn't like, fuck me. Mm-hmm. And so it's a uh, it's quick quick road. Quick road to healing. <sighs> What's up? 
sometimes I just the image of you just trying to stand up after you went and ran in the woods the one day and just collapsed on the floor. Fuck. It just sometimes plays in my head and it just makes me laugh. Dude, I'm gonna And then just to watch you crawl. Crawl away. I forgot how much pain that was too. I bet you that that was probably more pain than that, than your pack. What do you think? (sighs) Maybe. I get myself into a lot of pain now that I'm mm. thinking about it. I'm always doing dumb shit mm. when it comes to working out. Now that you got the right shoes, though, you oh, haven't had any issues running. Zero. Because even after the half marathon, you were, like, fine, actually. Yeah, yeah I was a little sore. That's okay. it. Yeah. But. Was that when you also, did you fucking, would we drive up to have you run the half marathon? Was it the Kia? You wanted to drive the Kia up, but you were like, <laughs> I drove. you're going to have to drive because I can't after I run. And I'm like, why the fuck are we taking the manual then? Yeah, that's what we took up, wasn't it? Yeah. Love it. And so, you're all mad. Cause I was pissed. He tries to do things on purpose where then I have to drive. And I'm just like, no, dude. It was your choice to take this. I'm not, not my fault. Damn. It's cold, babe. I know. Um, I do feel a lot less feminine driving the Volkswagen than I do the Kia. Yeah. What do you like more? Like, do you like the Volkswagen more? I like the four doors of the Kia. Mm-hmm. I like the response mm. on the Volkswagen so much more. Yeah. Um, I like the Volkswagen all around 100% more besides four doors. Yeah. Um, we probably should do some tutoring and then we can bullshit. Ah, I see what you're getting at. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that was a quick eight minutes, nine minutes. I don't know. Okay. First off, I met with, uh, Carter. Mm-hmm. Stud. Mm-hmm. Um, 18 year old prodigy. Yeah. So hustling and, uh, gives me hope for some people out there. Mm-hmm. Some, some young, youngins coming up. Gives me some hope. That's good. Makes me really happy. Um, what do you want to talk about today? Tutor about today. Real estate. Okay. <clears throat> want to talk about. Tutor. I want to tutor about. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm hitting things. It's going. I would say like. I was thinking about just explaining. About like getting a deal. Like okay. what I look for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> and this is just your specific game too. Yeah. So like I'm not in the market per se for long-term investing. Mm-hmm. Like buy and holds. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying a whole guy. I'm a burr. Right. So I'm not even going to talk about flips. I'm going to talk about like Burr because I think it can relate to people. Yeah. So the big difference between Burring and regular long-term holds is you have to save up a little more cash. Mm -hmm. So instead of like your 20% for the buy and hold, typically you're going to be at like 20% plus rehab costs, Mm -hmm. which... I mean, it's not uncommon for a rehab to be thirty grand, forty right. grand. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, whatever your, whatever your like, twenty percent down is, plus your rehab cost, and so, 
the reason I like burring is because I don't have a crazy amount of capital. So I can keep recycling that capital, Mm -hmm. pulling my money back out, and and then reinvesting. Mm -hmm. And so what I look for is distress. Yeah. So when I'm looking for like a bird deal, my marketing behind it, so whether I have people out looking for stuff like Ryan and Brandon look for properties for me mm-hmm. um, because they have – well, Ryan for sure. Brandon's starting to to know what I'm looking for, you know, criteria-wise. But I'm looking for a property in distress, mm-hmm. low rents, and need some TLC, need some work. Yeah. And so – I'm looking to buy it um, at a price where I'll be able to pull out the majority of my money mm-hmm. between both my down payment and my rehab. Right. And so what I usually do is um, <clears throat> I'll go, I'll send out letters, um, talk to people, word of mouth is a big one, wholesalers, whatever it is. And then I'm looking for a property that I can pretty much do um, like the 75% ARV after repair value, Mm -hmm. um, less rehab, and then that's what I can buy at. Okay, yeah. And so say I'm looking uh, a property at 150 grand. I want to – the property is going to be worth 150 grand all said and done, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll look at this property and I'll go, okay – I don't want to have money into this thing. Mm-hmm. So if this this duplex is going to be worth 150 grand, um, <clears throat> 75% of that is 112,500, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And then it's got 40,000 in rehab. Okay? So we're at 72,500. Right. So that means I can put my down payment down and I got 40 grand buffer and when i refi and pull my money out the loan's going to be at 1125 mm-hmm. so i'm going to get all my money back and so now like looking at that property i'm like okay how can i get this the closest to 72500 and then you know you just negotiate with the seller right yeah and so a lot of the stuff i'm looking for is is like Rent's low, distressed in the, like, shit's outdated. Maybe there's some, like, rot in the floors. Right, yeah. Um, needs, you know, paint, cabinets, floors, all that good jazz. And um, I'm looking for, I'm looking to not have to do anything crazy, typically. I usually don't have to add bedrooms. I don't have to move a lot of walls. And shit that I'm burying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly just a lot of things to pretty a place up. Right. A lot of the cosmetics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so <clears throat> what I'm I guess what I'm looking for is say the property is gonna have an ARV of one fifty and it's a duplex. And the loan's hundred and twelve thousand five hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to get at a minimum Fifteen hundred dollars a month in rent. 
but I want to push that envelope. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I guess, for example, like Ferry Street. Yeah. Ferry Street ended up being an ARV of 150 mm-hmm. And we have a loan at 1125 It's pretty good. Um, sure. And then, <clears throat> so, our... Um, our income. You might, you know what our income is on that guy. Yeah, I very easily could just look it up. You could for sure look this up. Oh, do you have like mortgage and everything in savings? Uh, not of those ones. I need that from you. Damn. Which oh. ones do you have? What do you have done? Let's use a different example. Um, any of Toots. I don't know any that are good offhand. Um, do you have Fourth Street? No, that's not a burr. No. Fuck. Okay. Well, pull up the uh, pull up the rent, and then I can um, I can pull up here the mortgage, and then I can just calculate all this shit out. That's surprisingly one of the things that I want us to do this week. Or not surprisingly, I don't know what you want to call it. Is find the more the mortgage won't for all that shit. Or yeah, what? finish all the mortgages and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, get insurance and stuff in our document. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, properties. So, let's see here. We are doing Ferry Street, 780 and 1090. 780, 1090. So, 1870. 1870. And we wanted 1500. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I could pull up exact numbers for you guys, but I'm going to just wing it a little bit so you get an idea. So, our mortgage is 650. Mm-hmm. So, we got... 1870? Yes. 1870 minus 650, okay? And then insurance is probably around 800 for the year? Probably. So 800 divided by 12. $66.66. All right, so we have 1,153 left. Mm -hmm. Um, Property taxes, I just did these. It was like 1,900. Ooh, I got that stuff for you. Hold on. Sam's Sam's getting getting to work. Twenty one hundred. Okay, I was off a little bit. So twenty one hundred divided by twelve for the twelve months. So we're at nine seventy eight. Mm-hmm. Now we have to subtract um, property tax, right? Got to subtract or not property. Got to subtract that uh, property management, which is six percent. Mm-hmm. Okay, one hundred and twelve dollars. All right. So we're at eight sixty six. And then I like to have, um, we save 15% for CapEx, 5% for CapEx, 5% for maintenance, 5% for vacancy. So we got to subtract 1870 times 0.15. Oh, it's 280. 280 bucks? Yeah, I already have it in the documents. Dude, you are just on fire with mm-hmm. this shit. Yeah. And so... We're at $585, what else comes out? Is there any other thing? Oh, water. Water, which ends up being around, um, I think it's around like seven, or 70. It's not even 70. It's like 50 bucks a month. Probably, yeah. yeah. We haven't gotten one yet, so I don't know. So 535 So our whole, like our cash flow then on that guy is right around $500. Yeah. So... We have our property management coming out. We've got our capex maintenance, all that. 
property taxes, insurance, and our mortgage. Mm -hmm. And so a deal like that, we have 25% equity in. Mm -hmm. We received out... We, we were able to pull out from our refi. Mm, it was... I want to think we had to keep about fifteen into the deal. Probably. Keep about $15,000 into the deal. So $15,000 is left in the deal. Our cash flow is $500 a month. Mm-hmm. That means it takes us 30 months or 2.5 years to get our money back. That's really not bad. Mm-mm. No. Didn't we figure out like the money that Foxborough spent on Oxford? Will take us like three years to get back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was really cool. But um see I know it's a, it's a pretty fun one. And uh <clears throat> so so I guess that's kinda what I'm looking for for like our criteria mm-hmm. and how it breaks down to make us money. And, um go ahead. Uh did you discuss that we for burrs? Or like stuff we want to keep long term. We kind of want more um, multifamilies instead of single family homes, um, because then if one of them is vacant, the other one still kind of pays for some of those things. Right. Yeah. Um, so like because that's a duplex, property taxes are pretty much the same as a single family home. Mm-hmm. So each unit then only has to. So what that was twenty one hundred. So each unit has to save a one thousand fifty dollars right. for property taxes for the year instead of a single family home that would have to do it all by that one income. Right. And yes, like rents can be a little bit higher for single family homes, but not nearly as much as being able to rent it to two different people or having it as two different apartments. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's been like a more recent thing we've kind of discovered. Uh, so any single family home that Sean gets. If it won't work out as like a short-term rental, mm-hmm. then we just flip them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Besides the stuff I have rented to Ryan, mm-hmm. I don't really have much single families. I got a couple, but yeah. it doesn't, they definitely don't make near the amount of sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those two, like I'd rather someone buy it to make it their home. Yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, we, we talked about that like. On an up market, mm-hmm. we're going to sell a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shit we currently have on an up market, we're selling. Yeah. So just because if, if we could sell multiple properties and roll it into big multifamily, man, it just, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. It makes so much. You... Because like with most of our duplexes with one vacancy so if if it's a duplex with one vacancy and one being rented out we're what only having to put like two maybe three hundred dollars in a month that that's vacant it's that yeah um but obviously as the more units are filled or like the triplex if two out of the three are rented we're still making a little bit of cash flow yeah um and it just gets the more and more units you add, it gets easier to be like, oh, I only need two out of these four units to rent out 
To break even. To break even. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the break even point is just a lot easier to get to with the more units you have. Yeah. And I was talking to uh, Sharon about this the other day. Is um, having a lot of units float the other units. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, say you have 50 units. Yeah. Compared to someone who's got 10 that. 10 units okay <clears throat> say you need a roof on one of your 16 unit buildings well you have 50 units bringing in rent every month so you can pay for a new roof as long as you've done your numbers correctly and stuff and mm-hmm. you have your 200 cash flow door and all that mm-hmm. stuff um and, and you're managing it properly as long as all those things are are like said you can pay for a whole roof for that 16 unit in half a year. From like your CapEx and stuff? Or the cash flow? From like just income. Yeah. You know? And so, because I mean, if, you're, if you've got anywhere from like 200, if you have, just say you got 150 a door, you have 50 doors, you have 7,500 bucks a month coming in. You're going to pay for a roof on that 16 unit yeah. in four months. And so just by having that amount of cash flow coming in or like that many units coming in, you can pay for that right away. Now, say you have 10 units. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got 10 units making 150 a unit. It's 1500 Now you need a new roof. But your roofs aren't as big as the 16 unit. Mm-hmm. So they're like a third of the price because roofs are still expensive as shit. Yeah. Um, four months gets you six grand. Well, you still need ten grand, so you're gonna be there for seven months before you can pay for that roof. Damn. And just like the yeah, in the realm of like, and that's to cover one. That's if those are all single families. That's to cover one. Right. Um, or maybe it's a, maybe you're doing duplexes, so you got you know you got five duplexes, and that covers one duplex, mm-hmm. and you still have a fifth of your portfolio without a new roof. Where the fifty unit, yeah, you just did a sixteen unit, you know, so you got fifty divided by sixteen, so you've got or sixteen divided by fifty, my bad, you've got thirty percent instead of twenty percent covered for the roofs, right? Yeah, you know, it's just like there is definitely something to say about having more units mm-hmm. for its income potential, yeah, um, and so. In the realm of like multifamily, I really think as I progress, we we need to like put together a plan. Like on the next up market, we need to sell Second Street, the Cedar Streets, and Fourth Street, mm-hmm. and then um, we need to get this many units or something. Right. Yeah. One thing that I, one thing that does kind of does kind of get to me a little bit Mm -hmm. is long-term capital gains is 15 to 20 percent okay tax and in an up market people 1031 exchange to not get taxed all right but in an up market everybody wants that 16 unit and the 16 unit just went up 300 grand Mm -hmm. and so are you better off selling? And then just 
Eating the capital gains tax. Eating the capital gains tax and then buying that 16 unit at the low. At the low. I think that's got to almost be better because you got to think your in- like your interest rate on your mortgage is going to be better, most likely. I guess maybe not. It depends. Um, your interest rate isn't going to be better when you first buy, but you refi at the peak. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I guess it depends on how much the swing is. Yeah. I know there's a um there's a doomsday investor who sells everything near the peak and he doesn't buy until there's blood in the streets. That's incredible. And when there's so he just like this dude just holds off for years. This dude'll just hold off for years while there's blood in the streets until there's like death in the streets. And then he buys everything. And then he just sits there and waits. And then when things come back, he sells it all. Have you heard about the... Uh, there's a guy who likes to vacation after uh, disasters. Genius. Mm-hmm. Genius. Like what? There was like a bombing somewhere. And he booked a trip for that place the next week. And he's like, yeah, everything was super fucking cheap. And he's like, everyone was super friendly because they were so excited that there was someone there still. Like, yeah. Or, and... He's like, it's super safe because they just had a bombing. So everyone's out and about. Like, it's super safe. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so I go, like, essentially at the safest time, cheapest tickets. And uh, I'm like, that's freaking genius, boy. Mm -hmm. That's really smart. So genius. But, yeah, I mean, same concept. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's just something. That's something I've, like, played around in my brain Mm -hmm. with, like, does it make more sense sense to do that? Because I do know, like... Yeah, I guess it, it, sorry, it it depends on what our long-term goal is. So Sean and I discussed today, like if there was a flat tax in Wisconsin, it would make sense then for us to pay off some of our rentals. Uh, Only if Fed goes to flat tax. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only Only if Fed Fed goes to flat tax. Because then it would make sense for us to pay off our rentals. It could make sense to pay off rentals. Yes. GOP introduces flat tax for Wisconsin um, January... 13th of 2023 it's um it's just it's in discussions right now sorry stop making noise okay yeah apparently right now or so they want to wisconsin republican senate leader introduced a tax plan friday that would reduce income taxes for residents over the next three years so that all Wisconsinites would pay a single rate of 3.25% by 2026. That would lower the rates for all Wisconsinites, but would have a higher impact on the state's top brackets. The rates range from 3.5% for the lowest earners to 7.5% for those making over 300000 a year. And so Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue's office said that the expected cost of the first two years of the tax plan would be $4.96 billion, which would take a sizable chunk out of the state's record-setting budget surplus. The state is expected to finish the current fiscal year ending in June with a surplus of more than $6.6 billion, and the figure is expected to grow to $8.4 billion next year and $9.8 billion by the end of June 2025. That's currently the surplus at the state level. Why are property taxes being increased? Good motherfucking question, babe. How did you know? I, I was can fucking ask read your goddamn that. mind. I know. Oh my goodness. So 
Yeah, why the fuck? If, the, if there's that much surplus, then... Why are taxes being increased? Right. City of Eau Claire should have like been like, hey, state of Wisconsin, we fucking need all these repairs on all of our schools. Can we get a loan, grant, whatever? I know. Because they need... What? Se- they, the one that just got passed, like 77 mil. Yes. And why not do a petition to get that from our 6.6 billion surplus? Dude, how is Wisconsin such a G? Wait, what? With her, how do we have that much of a surplus? Because they take so much money from their residents. That's insane. So, Lema Hughes said that this tax cut would be sustainable long-term for Wisconsin and help best drive the state's economy. He says, when you keep more money in the economy, sales tax will go up. People earn more money, and we think it's going to have a net positive effect long-term in Wisconsin. Yeah. University of Wisconsin-Madison Assistant Professor of Public Affairs Ross Milton is wary, though, about the sustainability of any tax plan like that. He says, I would caution that thinking about a long-term policy based off of what are likely to be short-term surpluses is fraught, he said. That's true whether you're talking about permanent tax cuts or permanent new spending plans. Either way, these surpluses are likely to go away. That uncertainty can that uncertainty can disincentivize businesses from moving to wisconsin he says oh my god be quiet why is this turn your sound down oh i can just turn it off yep there you go just plays um so anyways yeah um i think for this to have a prayer of driving increased business growth in wisconsin it still needs to be a policy for everybody um a policy everybody knows is sustainable Mm -hmm. but um i mean the thing is dude so part of what is driving the uncertainty for milton is the decrease in revenue that the state will take in these tax cuts um if these tax cuts remain permanent he said the tax cuts would amount to roughly 50 percent less revenue to the state um for for its income tax so so pretty much Pretty much what we got going on is we got a, a Republican leader mm-hmm. who wants to introduce a flat tax mm-hmm. so that no matter the income bracket you're in, you get taxed at 3.95%. It doesn't matter how much you make, you get taxed at that flat Three, tax. 3.95 or 2.5? Is it 3.25? This one says 3.25. Um, yeah, I probably read that. I probably remembered wrong. Yeah, 3.2. So right now, the lowest tax bracket is 3.5 and the highest is 7.7. Mm-hmm. He wants to make it a single rate of 3.25. And so, I mean. The only thing, right, that sketches, like, it doesn't sketch me out about that. But, like, people going against that, the only the only reason that I think they would want to go against it is because then they can't raise their wages. They literally just said the problem with that is, is you're going to cut 50% of the state's income. Which is a good thing and would require management of funds. Yeah, 100%. It would require less staff and more management of funds, which would be a phenomenal thing for mm-hmm. the state. Um, so taxpayers that are making above $1 million on average, according to estimates from the Legislative Fiscal Bureau, would get tax cuts on average of 116000 per year, he said, of this proposed plan. 
A single taxpayer that has a taxable income of 50000 if you are in that second highest tax bracket, most of your income is actually in a lower tax bracket than that, so you won't see a very large decrease in your taxes. So the average individual won't see a lot. Mm -hmm. Milton said, so Milton from the university is saying he would be nervous that this would be uncertain and businesses wouldn't want to move to Wisconsin, which is the complete opposite because places would want to move to Wisconsin knowing that if they make a million dollars in profit, they're getting taxed at 3.25% instead of 7.7%. Yeah. So I'll just read this again because this doesn't make any sense. University of Wisconsin-Madison Assistant Professor of Public Affairs Ross Milton is wary, though, about the sustainability of any tax plan like that. I would caution that thinking about a long-term policy based off of what are likely to be short-term surpluses is fraught, he said. That's true whether you're talking about permanent tax cuts or permanent new spending plans. Either way, these surpluses are likely to go away. That uncertainty can disincentive businesses from moving to Wisconsin. How? How could how yeah, because could them knowing they're going to pay less in tax disincentivize them? Right, because he's making it sound like because they're like since there might not be as much of a surplus in the future, like that might be the reason why businesses aren't moving to Wisconsin. But that doesn't matter because the surplus in the budget goes towards public things. So that that's how I took it that he was saying. There's a surplus now. There may not be in the future. And if there's not a surplus in the future, that might make businesses want to move here. But uh, that budget is the state budget. That has nothing to do with businesses moving here. It, more businesses would want to be here because they would know they're only getting taxed 3.25%. Right. It'd be, it'd be a net positive for sure. Yeah. So the proposal would also place Wisconsin at a lower rate than any other state with a flat income tax. Or sorry. At a lower rate than other states with a flat income tax. Mm -hmm. Illinois moved to a flat income tax in the last few years. And theirs is 4.95%, which is higher than the rate of the state's second lowest bracket. Milton said a higher flat rate can stem off some of the lost revenue for a state like Illinois. That would, however, raise the tax rate on lower income earners. But Milton added that a higher standard deduction could help balance that increase for those taxpayers. Republicans are introducing the legislation as a standalone bill, which could be subject to governor's veto. T Tony Evers could veto it. Mm -hmm. uh, pushed into his inaugural address for a tax cut targeting middle class Wisconsinite and reiterated that in the wake of the news on Friday. When we deliver tax relief, it should be targeted to the middle class to give working families a little breathing room, not to give big breaks to millionaires and billionaires who don't need extra help to afford rising costs, the governor tweeted. Shut up, Tony. You're an idiot. The governor is going to need to work with us, and we're going to need to work with the governor to work on some of his priorities, Lemahieu responded in an interview with News 3. He could veto this if we pass it as a standalone bill, but right now I think it's just important to start discussing on real tax reform in Wisconsin and what that would look like. That is so fucking cool these discussions are happening mm -hmm. and that a news article, um, a news station, Channel 3000, is actually putting this out there. Yeah. 
I think that's really cool. Um, apparently, Iowa uh, also just proposed a flat tax. Theirs will be at 3.9 by 2026. Oh, not bad. Mm-hmm. I did hear they are starting to talk about it at the federal level. That's kind of cool. Federal. Um, so, yeah, Michigan also has one at 4.25. 4.25%. That's their flat tax. Okay. Um, so, I mean, worst case, Ontario. We'll just move to Iowa. <sighs> Why not? Why not? Um, no, I, I, I just... That's kind of cool. It's cool. I think it's cool. It's neat. It's different. Um... And, yeah, like, so if the state does that and then if the Fed, if the federal moved to a flat tax, um, I would consider strategically paying things off. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. a flat tax, you just get taxed on all income, right? Depends on how it gets set up. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, Andy Frisella talks about, like, all income, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it would fuck up so many businesses, though. They just have to restructure a little they bit. They just have to restructure, yeah. Yeah. I think, in, in total, it'd be a net positive, no matter what. Yeah. <coughs> um. But, so, where the fuck did this come from? Um, How we are... Mm, something about houses. Damn. Um, because I mentioned how if there's a flat tax for federal, we'd consider paying shit off. We'd consider paying shit off. Interesting. Okay. Well, don't have an answer for that, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's houses and taxes. Yeah. And that's just what you're looking for. I mean, a lot of people, other people look for different things. Obviously some people like moving ready duplexes and triplexes and whatever. Right. Okay. What were you saying? Yeah. It all goes back to like what your goals are. And we always talk about that, what you're doing. Yeah. Don't yeah. take what we say to heart. What we say yeah. may it's not us. work for you. It's us. I mean, we, we flip houses and burr for a living. It's li- it's literally mining house full-time job. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you don't have time to put sweat equity into a place, don't get a place that needs it. Oh, and I've, I've told so many people, if you got a good job, you're probably better off staying at your job and buying real estate for buying holds. Right, for like as a retirement plan. Yeah, as a place to stash your cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great move. It's a smart move. People have been doing it for probably thousands of thousands of years. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I think that's really good. I think that's really good. Yeah. I wish we could figure out how to not have property tax. Oh, my gosh, Yeah ridiculous that is an an interesting question should we like uh send a letter to tony evers and be like yo dog we have this giant ass surplus why is my property taxes going up that'd be fun yeah that'd be really good Mm -hmm. i would assume right all taxes go to the same like bank don't they or is there like a different one for income tax well no because property property tax tax would be going to eau claire county hmm so we should send Eau Claire County a letter and be like, yo, dogs. You should put in a request to yeah. the state. Yeah. Or, dude, I would love, it's got to be public knowledge. Where's our money being spent? I'd love to see that. Dude, right? Because, like, the Eau Claire roads are, like, plowing is garbage compared to previous years. Not only that, dude. It's garbage compared to other counties. Yeah. That would be interesting. 
Well, you know, all the money is probably going to DHS that misplaced like millions of dollars. Dude, we never heard what happened to that. Still don't know. How do I run for county treasurer? I think you just missed it. Did I really? Yeah. Do I have to have like a background and anything like that? I don't know. I think I could do that job. Sure. I wonder how many of my bills I would like propose would just get like shot down. Probably. I I don't, would can love you to propose bills if you're just the treasurer? Why not? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Damn. I'm sure then you could be like, hey, where's this money? Where did this money go? Where did this money go? Where did this money go? I think that'd be so fun. I think one of two things would happen, right? Mm, you'd probably get shot. I so saw we'd either like start to uncover some stuff mm-hmm. or I'd get shot mm-hmm. or we'd uncover some stuff and I would become corrupt myself. I'd just say, screw it. Time to be a gangster. I wouldn't let you. And just go full corruption. I would not let you. <sighs> Sometimes I watch movies, like The Departed, and I wonder, like, what it would be like to be, like, fully corrupt, you know? Because there's a police officer in The Departed that's mm-hmm. fully corrupt. I'm like, what would it be like to be fully corrupted? Um, I, I'm surprised you didn't go towards Peaky Blinders. Yeah, there's that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he started off, you know, as a gangster and then was just like, eh, they don't treat me the same because I'm a gangster. And he's like, I'm going to become a politician. Right. And then he starts getting respected and then he blows them up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think I'd go for the corruption route. I, I think it'd be you. more fun to un- uncover stuff. Yeah. We would then, though, like, have to get, like, a high security house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like fucking cameras everywhere, turrets, everything. <laughs> oh my god! I think just like one bodyguard would probably suffice, but I see where you're going with that. Oh, okay. Tank, mini tank. That'd be really, that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. I want a helicopter. We basically have one in our backyard. Could basically have one in our backyard. We basically do. Do you ever hear that thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying the airport. Yeah, the airport's right by us. And yeah, then yeah. they, I think they uh, park the hospital's helicopter there. Yeah. Or like maybe the spare one. I don't know. Because um, there's like some days when all I hear is this just. And it just sits there for like half an hour. Warming up. I know. It's kind of annoying. Shit's cool, dude. Really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think maybe I'll run for governor government someday what do i gotta lose i mean a lot of people have some nudes of you out there dude bradley talks about that though Mm -hmm. who gives a shit valid these days yeah i don't know yeah i'd be like yeah you guys want to see my crank tune into channel fucking 12 Mm -hmm. whatever dude how much fun would that be if they're just like you beat your wife and then i'm like and yeah be like yeah i enjoy it Beats me in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean's family. <laughs> Whoever listens to this. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a thin line between between abuse and fetish. <laughs> the new goggles picture would definitely both new goggles mm. pictures would definitely su- surface some mm-hmm. sometime. But whatever, dude. Yeah, I don't really care. What can they do? Bodies are bodies. So what? Yep. Yeah, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Do you think you have a child out there somewhere? No, I know I don't have a child out there. 
Because <clears throat> that would be some shit that would come out. I'm sure there'd be plenty of women that would probably try to be like, oh, you you have my child. That'd be awesome. Uh, right? Would it? I don't know. Maybe he's cool. I mean, I guess he wouldn't be that old. Probably 10. I don't know. When did you have your... No. Mm-hmm. I was celibate till marriage, babe. But anyhow. Um, no, I think running for... I, I just think it'd be really cool to, like, get the spending of a county... And then a state, a, a county, a city, a state, mm-hmm. and then the federal government. I just think it'd be so cool to get the spending under control. Yeah, hundred percent. Because it's a joke right now. If it wasn't so corrupt, the amount we could progress as a society is re- unreal. Mm-hmm. But is what it is. It shows what greed gets you. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy what greed gets you. But well, you know, go ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say, well, that was our Tudor talk episode. Yeah. Um, Anyways, that was kind of like our criteria on how we buy burrs and what we kind of look for. And then a little bit on the Wisconsin flat tax, if it is to pass. And uh, that's kind of the life, a day in the life of Sam and Sean. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's what I got. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Here we come from Salt Lake City on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's coming up fast. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, we'll have some uh, good stuff for you probably next Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we'll be on the road. Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool. Um, cool. That's all I got. Dope. Catch you guys later. See ya. <laughs>